Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. ToadHopNetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Number one then, and number one now. You're listening to Heffron and Reed. Heffron and Reed. Rated number one podcast by the World Podcasting Federation and the Podcast Ranking Association. No, for real. It says it right here. There's an acceptable way for a man to wear his hat, okay? That is your bill is either at 12 o'clock or 6 o'clock if you're a sniper or a catcher. All right? And when I was a kid and you wanted to act dumb, you took your hat and went sideways and went, I'm so dumb, I'm not wearing my hat. And here's, maybe it's just me being older. I don't get it. I don't get leaving the sticker on the hat. I took the 32, 34 off of these jeans, you know? And then I saw one kid, he actually had the price tags and everything still on the hat. Why stop there, dumbass? Why just, why don't you leave the bag the hat came in on your stupid head? But she is a lot smarter than I thought she was, damn it. She is, man. She's got this clever way of asking me to do something. But she phrases it like in, in a way where it could have been my idea to begin with. You ever seen that Jedi mind trick stuff? Like she'll say this, honey, didn't you want to take the trash out? And I'm like, did I want to take the trash out? No. You almost got me that time. I'm going to. I don't want to. That's a dumb question, really. There's only five things I want to do ever, okay? I want to drink a beer. That's something that I want to do. I want to eat a steak. Those are delicious. I want to take a good dump. Those are awesome. I want to watch a football game. And I want to do you, honey. That's it. Top five right there. Not in that order. <laughs> You're number one, I promise. Number two is number two. That's kind of weird. This, this, this is the epicenter of audio frequency entertainment. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best. Heffron and Reap. I love you, love you, love you. The Heffron and Reap Show. Man. Woo. Man, our show sounds good. <laughs> I like it. From start to finish, our, yeah. our show sounds uh, it's tight. It's tight. It's sounds like, a, like we care. Yeah, we put some uh, thought and effort into it. You know what yeah, I mean? It's good. I like it. It's well-rounded. should be very proud to be part of this organization. Oh, I am. You know what we need, though? What I was thinking is, you know, if you watch True Blood or Warlock, yeah, Empire and stuff like that, before every show, they show you what happened before, what episodes you might have missed. Right. And then there's a recap of what's going to happen next. Right. Uh, And I'm wondering if we need that on our show. Like, if you're listening to our show for the first time, you're like, well, what are these guys about? And hopefully if you hit subscribe, you can get different um, episodes. Interesting. But, But... should we do that? Yeah, why not? Just to let people know. Well, it's more work on our part, though. We've got to, you know, go back and listen to it and cut things from the show and then put it in the top of the show and 
all that kind of stuff. Or we could just make it up. Let's just uh, we'll just make it up then. So what we'll do is, and I think we'll put this at the beginning of every show for our next one. Okay, so just just follow along. Okay, here. All right. okay, ready? Um, here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. Previously on the Heffron and Reap podcast. If you tell me wrestling is fake, I will kill you, Reap. I will stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry. You know what? These are the droids we're looking for. Tell me where the bomb is now. You're a shifter. Heffron Andrew, <laughs> subject change. See? Wow, I like it. Something uh, like that, like we do it in the beginning. You think? Yeah, yeah. Think it was too forced, dude? Or do you think no? Right? We do it live. We do it random every time. I love it. Let's do it. All right, good. Uh, well, everyone, will we just yell though? Because I felt good to yell. I did. Yeah, I like yelling. Although I'm, I'm trying to make one serious. Though, like, tell me the bomb is. Like, it's like he's he needs to know now. In case people are listening to yeah. uh, get you on another movie. Exactly. I got range. I can I can yell and I can talk quietly. What if we use it though? <laughs> only that you know what that would be a really good way for us to get out some of our frustration if you think about it. Where yeah. it really has nothing to do with previous shows, right? But right. We could just use it, and then what what'll happen is our wives won't know mm-hmm. like really that we're talking about them, right? So they'll, they'll just hear that part and go like, "Oh, that, that doesn't sound like anything I want to hear," and, and and they'll think that we're talking to each other, right? Because we're yelling, exactly. Like like like, like watch. Previously on the Heffron and Reap podcast. So I make all the money and still do the chores. That's fair to you? <laughs> Previously. <laughs> See? Right, right. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I felt that, by the way. <laughs> it was good. It's good acting. It's you good. got into that. All right. Whew, kind of scared me a little bit. Um, oh, that felt good. Yeah, we should do it. We should start every show just <laughs> yelling about stuff. But, but, but pretending it's part of the show. That's but the, really, it's stuff that happened in our lives. That's the beauty. <laughs> well, I'd love to yell about some shit. All right. Swear jar. Oh, yeah. Okay. Dang it. Um, well, okay. Yeah, as you know, I booked a movie. Yes. Uh, I'm shooting in Detroit. I've already had to cancel Montreal because of this. And I've already had to cancel parts of Denver because of this. Um, but a whole weekend went by, and I didn't hear back from my people for a long time. And all of a sudden, I get a phone call from the line producer at the movie... From the movie, saying like, "Hey, uh, we're looking forward to meeting you, and uh, want to give you the information about the dinner we're having in Detroit uh, tomorrow night." And I'm like, "What? To- I'm 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 in L.A. I didn't what din- what dinner? Like all this stuff that happened that I didn't even know about. No one told me about. So I feel like my my manager's dropping the ball a little bit, and it frustrates the crap out of me because well, we're paying them fifteen percent. Yeah, you know, and I'm not worried about saying this because I know they're not going to listen to this ever because that would yeah. take my it, man- my manager. They have to care about to me. But it was like you know. It got me frustrated because I'm online on Facebook, like waiting to hear back from uh, my different. I got too many people in, in my life too in the management side of things. It's like I got one manager, and there's like all these assistants that go below that, right? That do all the actual work with them. So okay. I'm sitting on Facebook, you know, waiting to hear back, and I see that my manager, my manager got. I just look. It was like a, a news feed popped up because I'm not going to say the person's name, but your manager likes the honey badger. So they're sitting there on the, Facebook liking the honey badger. Right, right. And yeah. I'm still trying to figure out what my flight schedule is, what my hotel is, the script, the lines I'm supposed to be memorizing, all this stuff. I don't have it yet. But they're liking the honey badger. That's yeah. frustrating to me. Yeah, and that's kind of like, uh, I, I don't know if anyone understands that type of problem, but you, you run stuff just like you are a business 
you're a corporation, and just like any business or corporation, there's a chain of command or a way you do things. Right. That way, when you perform or you get to a place, there's no surprises. Right. There's no there, there's something you didn't know was going to go down. I exactly. mean, yes, that happens, and then that's why those people get paid. Is to figure out. Oh, you know what? We got to cancel this club for rape. Yeah. We got to do this. You know what? That club's gonna be pissed. But you know what? We'll take the because. Right. I always play. Uh, I'm just the dumb entertainer. <laughs> I didn't even know. Really. Right. My managers. They were that way to you. Mm -hmm. I had uh, <laughs> yeah. no idea. Yeah, I'm supposed to be the the one who uh, you know is aloof, and uh, I'm supposed to be only worried about my craft, my art. I don't. I'm not supposed to be worrying about you know pissing off a club because I have to cancel the last minute. You know, for a yeah. movie, they, they gotta. That's what they're getting paid fifteen percent for. There's a lot of work. I, I don't think people realize when uh, when you see a comic on stage. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of work to get that person there. Yeah, there's like maybe eight billion phone calls had to go down for you to show up at a first show Friday Lots in a random city at random emails, phone calls, wasted paper. There's just a lot of stuff. You don't signatures. just like walk by and look and see a comedy club and go, oh, I'm just gonna walk. I'm just in gonna there. walk up there and talk for a minute. By the way, uh, <laughs> speaking of performing, um, Efren and Reef, shameless plugs. Next week when I'm in Montreal on my gala show, the host of my gala show is the Muppets. Ah, all of them? All of them. No kidding, because we were talking about this the last podcast, which one you wanted, and you, you know, we, 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 we nailed it to Fozzie Bear, probably be a good one, or Kermit or Miss Piggy, but it's all of them? How all many? Do you know exactly how many? Can you type uh, the phone number to the thing in there, please, for our guest? Uh, all of them. It's a whole, every kick, I don't know who's going to actually introduce me, but one of the Muppets are actually wow. going to say my name nice. and introduce me, which is crazy. Like, people are like, oh, that, that's a big deal, but I yeah. used to watch them on Friday nights. Yeah. I would watch it's a big uh, deal. The Muppet Show. And then we actually get to see them and have them bring them up. It's pretty awesome. That's going to be, yeah. And on the show today, you know what we're going to do? We're going to talk to our buddy Dylan from Laughspin because a lot of uh, shiznit went down yeah. with uh, stand-ups over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, Crazy, uh, the, the attack of the hecklers. Yeah, a lot The of rise hecklers. of the hecklers. It was hecklers attack. Yeah. And then, uh, one of them that was attacked was uh, Tammy Pescatelli, who was on my season of Last Comic Standing. She's the one that all the hub hubba blue right. is actually about. So we're going to talk to her. Good. I want to hear her side of this and uh, everything. And plus, I mean, I also read that uh, Eddie Griffin, is it Griffin or Griffith? I have no idea. Uh, he got attacked by, a, not attacked, but... A heckler threw something at him, and then he poured water on top of that heckler's head. Or it's something. a tough call because and then I, there was another one that happened too. I can't remember. Yeah, because I was think you know you think somebody throws something at, at you, and it could be as simple as I just I just jump off the stage and beat his ass. Right. But you can't do that because if I was to jump off the stage, which that would be my first thing, right. and and start fighting you. Yeah. The bottle that falls off the table and smashes and hits a couple sitting in another table, right? Or the couple I land on, mm -hmm. or the couple that I throw a guy on, right. sues me. <laughs> exactly, sues me. And you're because you're, out of the, they'll look at everybody in the room and go, "Who's the guy with the most money?" Whether that's right or wrong, mm -hmm. they're just going to assume, mm -hmm. you know, oh, you have a TV credit, right? You have a bazillion dollars, yes. so you're going to be sued. I don't know how you can legally, um, just. Beat the shit out of somebody. You can't, like, I, I don't think as a comic, you can't just jump off the Even stage. Even if they draw first blood, uh, you're still going to get blamed because you're the one with the most money and yeah. you're the professional on stage. I've thought about this. I think the only way you could really do it is if somebody says something and you think it's going to... Keep in mind, now we'll talk to Tammy about this, but you also can escalate 
that heckler to get to that point. I think there were a bunch of situations that could happen to make it not get to there. Right. Sure. Unless it's just a crazy person that just throws uh, wine at you for no reason. Exactly. So you can kind of defuse the um, uh, situation, and I completely had a a brain fart. No, no. Well, I got a buddy of mine, Steve McGrew. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You ever hear about his heckle? Uh, No. uh, Years ago, I was uh, doing a one-nighter college gig somewhere in Kentucky, and I was featuring, and uh, Steve was headlining, and... uh, I was new to the feature game, you know. Right. Didn't know how to handle hecklers. I'm on stage. A girl starts heckling. She's loud. And uh, I didn't know how to handle it. And plus, it was a girl. So I was nervous. Like, I didn't want to go at her because I didn't want to look like I was beating up on a girl. So I just ignored it, put my act in autopilot, and just got off stage. I introduced Steve. As I'm shaking Steve's hand, he goes, watch this. <laughs> like, I go off stage. I go, and Steve's a professional. I go in the back. I'm just watching. And... Sure enough, the girl starts getting into Steve, starts heckling him, and he's ready for it because he's been sitting back watching this, right, right. watching me struggle. And so now he's, he's ready for it, and he's got a bunch of zingers, and he's just zinging it right and left. The crowd's like, yes, finally someone's dealing with this heckler, right. and he's doing it the right way. But at some point, the crowd turns on him because he, he took it maybe a little too far for their liking. And the girl like was like – so like looked like she was being sad. Like maybe she was crying or something. Oh, poor baby. Yeah. And so <laughs> these other guys who weren't even with the chick said – that's enough, man. She's crying. Fuck you. You're not funny. Gives her, you know, starts gigging him, and uh, and Steve's like, "Hey, you think this is easy? Come, come on, come on up here." Uh. And that guy's, when he said, "Come on up here," those guys thought that was like an invitation to a fight, not like coming up here and you try comedy. Like they, they, and then so they went on stage, and uh, it was like as soon as the guy stood up and tried to get on stage, Steve kicked him right in the sternum, and the guy fell back on the <laughs> table, and all the bouncers got up, and all that guy's friends got up, and it was just you know Springer show. Everyone's just fists are flying. It's weird because last week on last week's episode we talked about what Tosh said, and then he said something to a heckler, and then yeah. it was like he went too far. But yet, so so wait, people are allowed to throw stuff at you, and then you're allowed to retaliate as long as you don't hurt their feelings. Feelings. That makes no sense. To me. <laughs> I, know. I know. And legally, there's uh, a bunch of different ways you have to handle it. Like, if somebody ever got that physical with me, I would literally say out loud. So all 500 people in the room hear me. I would say, you walking towards me, mm-hmm. I'm afraid for my life. Right. I just want everyone to hear yes. that. I will defend myself. I will defend myself. Yeah. <laughs> you please, have to I, don't, I don't know. Because, your you know, intentions I, in the law I've done Krav Maga and stuff for 15 years. And one of the things they always say, is if you suddenly start beating a guy's ass yeah. and they think you know how to fight at all. They're, you know, so like when you're talking to the cop, you're like, yeah, I tied up with him and then I, I shot in and yeah. took him down. Put him in the figure I, four. Yeah, yeah. And then I arm barred him. Yeah. Then that's kind of explaining that yeah. you know how to fight. And in court, they could go, he knows how to fight and he didn't let anybody know he had an advantage. So that's why you always go, man, I blacked out. I don't even know what happened. Yeah. I just start flailing like crazy. Right. You I have was, to say that. I just didn't want to die. Because also there's a thing with the club. If a Let's say somebody chucks something at you, mm-hmm. and it hits you in the face. Yeah. Okay. Or it's a little beer bottle, and whatever, and then you can't perform next week. Yeah. There now, you go. now you're now it's a weird thing for a club where I would go to the club. Now you guys are uh, are fucking with my <laughs> livelihood. Yes. Where's the compensation? See how it gets weird. Right. How so? I guess lesson learned: club owners spend the extra six dollars and have a guy standing. Find a 300-pound guy and just have him sit there. Yes. Because I just play – one scenario will cost everybody right. hundreds of thousands of dollars. 
I see this as a bigger warning to comedy clubs than I do comedians or and the audience. And big, huge lesbian bouncers because <laughs> 98% of the time, it's the Female. drunk chick you can't that, that causes the problem. Right. Guys eventually just shut up yeah. and will want to beat your ass or you can deball them or they just get mad. And yeah. as a guy, you could go, you need just to be quiet. And then yeah. usually sometimes, uh, you know, right. it's trouble, but they'll be quiet. But it's the girls because they're fearless. Yeah. Because they know because they know nothing guys will are to not going to hit back. Bouncer can't touch them. Ninety of the time, bouncers are not really going to touch them. Yeah, so it's like a, it's a double edged sword, you know. It is the worst one. Oh, you, you know what? The bouncer doesn't have to be a big lesbian. She could just be a, a big, um, you know, a chick or her likes to fight, and you right. know, she doesn't have to be a lesbian. Yeah, by the way. not like that uh, all lesbians need to fight chicks. Laura Croft type. Yeah, she'd be a guy Tomb who totally likes dudes, but just also <laughs> sure, likes beating just, up right. other chicks. I get it. I okay. get it. You're, you're, uh, you're, okay. you're, 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 you know, you're, you're, you're uh, being fair. Right. Um, well, I, real, do I have time Who's for this? Yeah. Well, we got Dylan on the line, but I want to say this. Grab Dylan real quick, all and right. then, and then you can. Uh, hey, Dylan, what's happening? Yo, guys. Yeah, we're sitting here talking about heckle stories and uh, all that crap. Yeah, so yeah, you're about to. John was about to finish something, and then I made him pick up on you because no one likes to be on hold. Well, exactly. Um, oh, so you could. Okay. You I, could. I, I was listening to you guys. You guys are uh, very entertaining. Uh, well, thank you, Dylan. Uh, right about us in your magazine. <laughs> <laughs> well, this happened to me. Uh, my worst heckle actually didn't come from an audience member. It came from the club itself. I was doing uh, the Orlando Improv, which at the time uh, was in an area that's no longer there. So this was like an old, old Improv, Orlando right. Improv, and it was my first time there headlining. And, uh, you know, it was a Wednesday night. I was doing a show for maybe, like, 30 people. And I'm on stage. I'm doing well. And then all of a sudden, the waitress comes up with a shot. And I'm like, oh, cool. Thank you. What, what is this? He's like, oh, this is from the staff. It's like a welcome shot. Thanks for coming. And we, you know, we, we, we want to say thanks and blah, blah, blah. So I got the shot. I go, oh, thanks. What is it? She goes, it's a redheaded slut. And I go, oh, I like those. So I just chugged it. And it was not a redheaded slut. It was Tabasco sauce mixed uh. with 151. <laughs> and I almost died on stage. Like, my face turned red. I, I started coughing. I don't do hot stuff, all right? right. I, I can't stand it. Like, I don't ever use Tabasco sauce ever. So to shoot it like that, a shot glass of it, and I went apeshit, man. I, I don't usually get mad on stage, but this time I got pissed off. I just told the crowd, I was like, you know what? Screw this club. Screw these people. Uh, if you guys want to leave right now, I'm game. You know, don't pay your tab. Let's walk out of here together. Um, but I, of course, that didn't happen. I finished the show like a good boy. But I just, you know, that was the worst. What, what if I was allergic to that stuff? I could have died on stage, you know, and, and it would have been their fault, right? Yeah. Dylan, what do you think? <laughs> they didn't. They you were you were performing. Yes. They, <laughs> they sabotaged their own stupid show. <laughs> I mean, is that you couldn't have been the first? That could have. I mean. Did they just have it out for you, or is that something they did? They really did to other comics. This was a new manager who uh, thought it would. He he wanted to be a comedian too, and he was a prankster, and he liked to play pranks. And so uh. this was just sort of a prank that he was pulling, like ha ha, you know, like he's like that one meathead friend you got that uh, his idea of a prank is putting in a headlock and rubbing your head. Like uh. there's nothing funny. You're just being a dick. Yeah. I don't is know this if guy can. is is this guy out of the comedy business? Yes, he is actually. Okay. Yeah. Because as far as I know, I mean that's like that's like absolutely clueless. If you have if you have any idea how the comedy business runs, you would never do that. I know, exactly. Especially when I was doing well. I mean, if I were sucking, that'd be one thing. And so, uh, <laughs> Dylan, speaking of how comedy business runs, this is uh, Dylan from LaughSpin dot com. He was on with us last week. We were talking about how Daniel Tosh handled the heckler, and then all of a sudden. Uh, this thing is growing right. where within the last couple, well, I'll, I'll let you t tell us, uh, briefly, Dylan, 
some of the stories that you have. Because we, we sometimes forget, mm-hmm. as comics, we think everybody is in our loop. And, right. And nope, right. to be honest, uh, anyone I brought up, Daniel's house thing, people have lives, kids, right. soccer. Nobody nobody gives to a me, shit. To me, this is headline nobody news so like, well, yeah. when I first wake up. Daniel yeah. Tosh! Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I forget so, there's wars going on well, in the world. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we, we have to kind of get over ourselves a little bit. But right. Dylan, tell, uh, just briefly tell us about some of the, the crazy stories that are going on this week. Well, I mean, uh, like you said, the Tosh thing is blown up. I thought, I, you know, I, I thought Tosh was, you know, I thought maybe one or two mainstream entertainment sites would pick up on it. But, every, you know, everybody's been picking up on it. I, personally, I think it's been completely blown out of proportion. So, mm-hmm. that's, so that's still going on. Uh, and then have you guys have you guys talked about Tammy? Uh, we're going to have uh, – I'm trying to get Tammy on the phone now. So, we're hoping uh, we should call can, her. Yeah, call her. You can tell us about that. We haven't. So yeah, so uh, somebody threw, uh, like you guys said, uh, a female drunken heckler threw a wine glass at her face. She ducked, got hit in the eye with wine. Uh, glass crashes behind her, and you know she she wanted to press charges. You know, a room full of witnesses, and uh, you know nobody nobody arrested the assailant. Uh, assailant is just you know gets away with it, and hmm. uh, you know it's just. So Dylan, we we were talking about this. So Tammy gets um, something thrown at her, and John, why right. I'm why I'm gabbing? If you could pull up mm-hmm. the um, post somebody left on my on your Facebook page, page. yeah, I just want to I just want to uh, really yeah. just demonstrate how dumb human beings are becoming. But um, obviously, you know that's probably happened. Somebody right. gets sure. somebody th- thrown at them, probably at every bar in every city across America, eight billion times. But the cool thing about the internet now is you can take a story like this and really blow it up so, um, you know, everybody hears about it. Right. Right. Um, Give me read have, this. Yeah. yeah, I got it right here. Uh, I'm not going to read the guy's so name. This, so, de- listen to this. So you I posted shared it on your page. From, uh, I posted from your website, and this is what somebody said in response to, to Tammy getting something thrown at her. publicly humiliating someone who paid to see you and go crying to the cops when they fight back. What a prima donna hack. Oh, my Lord. And then it goes on. Uh, So I responded to the guy. I said, you know what, Uh, which I don't normally get in conversations with people like this, but I said, I had parents that raised me properly and throwing something is never an option. So, right. And then this person And responded. then the genius responds, <laughs> I had good parents who taught me not to humiliate people who pay to support me. If I spoke to you the way she did, this woman, you'd punch me in the nose. The comic is the one playing the victim. If you can't, let's see, if you can't take getting a drink thrown at you, you need to either stop being mean to customers or find a new line of work. <laughs> I like know, right? okay, you know what's so funny is how one comment can sit with you all day. <sighs> like so, for, for all day I walked around hearing that, going, "Is that what are people's self worth that low?" Mm-hmm. There's no amount of money. I don't care if if I do an event for fifty thousand dollars or twenty five dollars. I have a big rule of you're not allowed to throw anything at me, no matter what the money. Yeah, uh, you've never hired me as a monkey boy to to get stuff thrown at you right exactly this person obviously i think has never been to a comedy club yeah and and, and you know that's that's the problem you know uh, comedy comedy as much as i'd like to believe it's a a mainstream form of entertainment it really isn't and then what happens is when these people that uh come to comedy clubs that really 
have no idea, you know, how comedy club culture works. And most of it, as you guys know, is, is just fucking common sense. Uh, but I mean, these people, these people come in and, and they think like, I, I've talked to, I've talked to a few of my friends that are not comedy nerds, smart people who said to me, you know, about the Tosh thing, I, you know, I just always kind of thought heckling was, was part, was part of it. Oh, and they, they didn't, off. they didn't mean anything mean by it. They, right. they didn't, they weren't trying to be a jerk. They, they just, you know, not that they, they personally would ever heckle, but they kind of just thought that was just part right. of Marshall with, with, with the comedy. I'm like, no, I'm like, oh my God, no, no. That's unfortunate. And, that, and, and like that, and, and those are the same people. I mean, not the same people, but then there's, then there's another extreme, uh, group of people who like this person, you know, thinks it's, it's, it's literally okay to throw something. Did you not people, here. did we not see Roadhouse? Thank you. We need we need a Dalton and everything. Hey, Dylan, can you stay on with us, or do you have to go? Because when we come back, uh, you know, they make us take this break here. I want to yeah. actually maybe briefly talk about the um, what's his face, the guy who did so much for Latino comics on his uh, talk show. Oh, George oh, Lopez. Yeah, and I say George that completely Lopez, joking. Yeah. Uh, sure. yeah, I want to talk about that. Uh, oh, I forgot about that one. Good call. Yeah, yeah, because he's. Uh, I'm torn. I'm torn. And yeah, I, posted I, like what you, I like what you posted on <laughs> yeah, Facebook. At first, I'm, I didn't know where you're going with it. Then I got the ending. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then also we're going to try to get uh, Pescatelli on the phone. But we got a big show. We need to. We need uh, this hour thing. Is not cutting. We're going to get an hour and a half. Are you going to read that commercial right now? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, why don't you hit that? Go ahead. You can hit that button first. No, you read that. Come see Daryl Wright and Danny Sparks do their show, The Right Turn, live on stage at the John Lovitz Comedy Club, Saturday, July 28th at 8 p.m. Purchase tickets at Lovitz.com or ToadHopNetwork.com. Efren and Reeve. Follow them on Twitter. Totally for sure. At Heffron and Reap. Heffron and Reap will be right back. I'm just addicted to it. Oh, yeah. Just all around cool. They're awesome. Number one. <laughs> You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. Hey, it's Heidi and Frank for scorebig.com. There's been two ways to get tickets up until now. You can go to the venue or team site and buy your tickets directly. Or you could go to the big ticket sellers, the scalpers, if the tickets for the really big events are sold out. And you can pay way, way over face value. Who wants to do that? Who would do that? Nobody! That's stupid. You don't have to do that anymore. Thanks to scorebig.com, a great website where you always pay less than retail. And you never, ever, ever pay any ticketing fees at scorebig.com. And you can save up to 60%. On tickets. Every ticket on the Scorebig website is below retail price, guaranteed. Great events. Lakers, Clippers, Kings, USC, UCLA, Basketball, Disney Hall, Kevin Theater. Mention specific teams in a list. Well, you did. <laughs> and uh, I think that's uh, perfect the way you did Those that. were teams in Southern California, but Scorebig.com is everywhere. everywhere. I just had a, I got a tweet. global. I got a tweet from a guy saying he's got his Giants tickets and he saved 30%. Awesome. Thanks, Scorebig.com. And that's what we're talking about. Uh, not just nosebleed seats, everything from the floor to the rafters. And again, no service or shipping fees ever. Your offer at Scorebig.com is what you pay. Always listen to retail, never any fees, scorebig.com. Then type in Heidi and Frank to get uh, the, the passcode. Skip the line. Yeah. Start shopping right away. V- get your tickets today. VIP treatment. Don't here. wait. <laughs> type in Heidi and Frank. Do it right now. What are you still sitting here for? S-C-O-R-E-B-I-G.com. Proof why I was never a cheerleader. I can't spell. There's more proof than that.
You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. I always feel safe. I always feel like my kids can listen. Most definitely. Uh, it's awesome. It's just clean family fun. This is the Heffron and Reap Show. I hit the post with that. What was the last one? I don't know. Was it a loop? But you don't understand. I played the song and then I hit the post with our drop. That's how professional oh. this this show sounds. Yeah, what but that, you, what do you think? We're just sitting in a bedroom talking about porn on a podcast? No. no. We take this serious. By the way, this song. Was that last noise? It sounded like a, someone's hawking up a loogie. And what's up with the song? This song doesn't. This song just reminds me of every morning show in the morning when you're getting ready. Is this, like, is this they, song like a like a Dawson's Creek? No, but this song reminds me like it's just imagine real uh-huh. quick like it's like five thirty in the morning. Okay. You're, you're putting on your, your clothes. Mm-hmm. You're getting in the car. If you're in the Midwest, maybe the car's a little bit cold, and yeah. you're just waiting for it to heat up. And then you hear this song with a yeah. voice going six fifteen, fifteen after six. Be about forty seven degrees today. Mm. You're like, ooh, it's gonna feel <laughs> it's like forty five. Don't forget, we have our cruise for women's only. Oh, here on the Heifer and Reap show. So Up next, be a good, a good day. Collide, Chris Lord. Then the music starts. Yeah, this was up, this was all during that Dawson's Creek, uh, you know, nine hundred two one zero the the later years. I don't know. It's that weird, like soft, that. like it's that breathy. I am safe. You can trust me. Is that the the same one that goes? How you talk? To an hey, angel. Yeah, that's what I was trying it's to It's like the of. same guy, right? How do you talk to an angel? How do you hold him close to where you are? Where's he at? He's at some summer concert right now, right? Probably. Probably yeah. not getting shit He's, thrown at him. He, not talking to angels either. All right, we're talking to uh, Dylan from LaughSpin.com doing always. If, if you get a chance, go to LaughSpin. Hit those buttons. Just hit, and they're I all I think we're on. back on with Dylan right about uh, now. Hit everybody. Just, just answer. Dylan, can go- you hear us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, make sure if you go to laughspin.com, if you get caught up on your comedy news, right. he's actually almost something happens. I'll get a text from a comic friend. You won't believe what happened. And then Dylan has it written on his blog almost the same time. Exactly. Everything you want to know about comedy, laughspin.com. And uh, on the other line, Joe? We have the one, the only. Uh oh, it's idle. It went idle. We had her and then it, it went away. We had I Tammy, like how the people who Tammy, know how to do something at this Tammy studio Pascatelli. just leave us. Tammy, if you're listening, call us back. We definitely want to hear your side of the story of what happened. All right, so Dylan, uh, what's the other one? And also um, George Lopez. George Lopez, trouble. and then there was one with uh, Eddie Griffin or whatever, I think. Oh, yeah, the night, the night after the, the Tammy uh, incident, Eddie Griffin was being heckled, and she eventually threw a drink at him, and then he dumped a bottle of water on her, and uh, TMZ posted some grainy video of it. And then Eddie Griffin, this is this is what happens. Like it's hard to be on Eddie's side now because he is threatening to sue TMZ because he claims TMZ said that he assaulted her, but mm-hmm. TMZ never did that. So now Eddie Griffin just sounds like he just sounds crazy. Now what's to <laughs> stop comics now? Because I'm thinking about faking a heckler incident this weekend when I'm in Irvine. Please tell this. Where sir. I want That's somebody just idea. to stand up and go, excuse me, Mr. Heffron, I just want to say that I really enjoy being your show and I bought you cupcakes and hand me a cupcake. Yeah. And then I was going. Like, so what stops comics now <laughs> from, from having these fake um, 
You know, heckler. Didn't Jamie Kennedy do it? Didn't Pauly Shore yeah. do a fake yes, he hey fight thing? Like, what's gonna? Right. Wonder if that's gonna happen. Or club I, owners need to start charging an extra ten dollars a ticket and weed out uh, the inbreds. Put up chicken wire, man, like the old school Blues Brothers. <laughs> put some chicken wire up. <laughs> Something. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah. So uh, the George Lopez thing. What's that? Yeah. Still yeah, I mean. Uh, <laughs> I mean, basically, I mean, he he was being George Lopez, which is he was, um, you know, not he was telling you his HBO special uh, debuted this this past weekend. He did it live, you know, George Carlin style, except mm-hmm. he's not George Carlin. And uh, you know, so he said a bunch of he said a bunch of stuff that this conservative um, uh, gay rights organization took offense to. So they're demanding an apology because he used the word punto, which I guess. Uh, has um, you know it's 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 anti-gay according uh, ac- according to this group, and then oh. also the, the the sheriff in Arizona got pissed off at George Lopez and is <clears throat> and is inviting him to, to to talk to him to his face because George said a bunch of yeah. things basically that, that had no value other other than you know just straight up name calling like he wasn't yeah, making was, jokes about it he was just was calling that, him fat <laughs> right so it's like a third grade to, fight. Uh, Right, so I, I I defend uh you, you know George Lopez. I mean you should be. I mean give me a break. You should be able to say what you want to say. I mean, sure. did he say it? Did he say it artfully? No, no, not even close. Not even close. Not not even. That was just straight up hate-filled sort yeah. of rant without any punchlines whatsoever. <laughs> just punches. Yeah, you gotta try. <laughs> you, 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 seriously, you, you gotta try. Hey, Dylan, want to play a game with us? Sure. All right, here we go. Um, here we go. Hold on. Now, it's time for Heffern and Reap's Greatest Contest in the World. Dylan, I'm going to ask you two things. I want you to say A or B is what I'm going to tell you. Is it a Crayola crayon or style of cocktail? Okay. Here we go. Ready? Red Lotus. That is a cocktail. God, this guy's good. I would have said crayon. We we can't break him. By the wow. way, all this money he's, he's for every point that you lose, uh, we no. give a dollar to our swearjarfund.com, which is for the Wonder Warriors. If we swear, you hear us ding. Uh, we give money uh, every time we uh, say. Bad which, words. by the way, John, not, not 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 for nothing, but I was in Portland this past weekend. I had like twenty wounded warriors come out to the show. That's that's a fact. There we go. That's fact. We need to have let people call in and just vent, like just have Tourette's. Like everyone wants to get something off their chest. All right, we got to go back to Dylan here. Here we go, Dylan. Next thing, Crayola Cran or style of cocktail. Real quick, is it fuzzy wuzzy? Is it a crayon or a cocktail? That's a crayon. He's good. Let's move on to the next one. Tickle what? me pink. Tickle me pink, Dylan. Is it a crayon or cocktail? Uh, that's a crayon. Hey, look, we got to get Tammy. She just said to her. Grab her. She's on the line. Grab her. Sorry, Dylan. Tammy, how's it going? I'm good. I feel bad. Dylan's my friend. I just, I'm out to dinner with my boys. I'm no, like, oh, that's... Wait. You know what that's like, Listen, right? you're, you're top of the news. We need, to t- we need to talk to you more than Dylan. Please. <laughs> but I'm listening to you guys. It's like, really, I don't know why you do comedy anymore. You guys could be like at the radio conventions. You'd be that, you know, the, you know, the... The ace and and the free lead that come out, <laughs> dude. Uh, Tammy, did you hear our bumpers we have for our show? No, could you play it for me because uh, uh, I'm sure that I haven't heard anything quite as good as this. <laughs> okay, so here, here here's the thing we do: if we're talking and then and me and John just don't want to talk about what we're talking about anymore, you hear this. Heffron and Reap. subject change. 
Right, you just, are ridiculous. You yeah. really are ridiculous. He's how about got this like one? a whole how, page of these. You really need children. John, you really need children. You have way too much. Okay, it's how about this one? Ready? Here's our big bumper, and then we'll get to you. Lock it in and rip the knob <laughs> off. You're tuned in to the number one show on the planet. Well, what everybody doesn't even understand is that Hep uh, has had that. That's his little thing. I'm locking it in. Ripping a dog off. He takes his little. He takes his little little fist and pushes his thumb down and he locks it in. Yep. And he, and yeah. He remembers that and he locks. So not only do you have bumpers, which no podcast does, and not only do you have that regular radio crazy. It's eons and eons of, of fun and decades. Right. Boy, now you have your own little thing in there for you to remember. To lock it in. Look at you. Hey, hey, are you uh, are you at a restaurant right now, Tammy? Are you like? Yeah, I'm, I'm walking in the back like a crazy person. They're probably gonna. Kick okay, here me out. you do one thing for us. Here, here's another thing we just decided to do on the show. Like every TV show has the previously on, so we just say random stuff. So I'm gonna play this, and then I want you just to. Um, should we have? Should she? She can't I, yell though. She's in a restaurant. She can say, just say the f- say the first thing that pops to your mind. Just one sentence. Okay. Did that make sense? Okay. Did I explain it to her? Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You're just going to say one thing. You're going to say something like, Heffron, I will kill you when I see you, or something. You'll see. Ready? Ready? Here we go. Okay. Previously on the Heffron and Reap podcast. And then say something. That, that didn't make <laughs> I sense. don't think you explained it well. Okay. No. Yeah, I'm like, what do you mean? Say something now. You want me to, <laughs> you want me to say something like what was previous? Right. You want me to pretend like I knew what previously was on. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. Let's go. Perfect. Anyway, so we'll do it later. Uh, we should get more in time. Jacksonville. Let's get to the good story. In here. Jacksonville, Florida, where I, uh, I, I've been there. Yeah. Kind of tell my one story, and then it's all about time. I had a woman come up to me after that show. She comes over, she shakes my hand, she goes, I've always been a big fan of you. And then I said, oh, thanks. She goes, I come to you all the time, uh, but tonight you were a disappointment. Oh, no. And I go, what? She goes, your entire act, all you talked about was getting older, your family, you told some other stories, and then you told whatever. Those are the only things you talked about. And I just, I looked at her, and, and I crushed. <laughs> and I crushed. I go, "Is literally, and it almost made me go, I don't know if I'm ever coming back here again. That one person uh, made me go, I don't know if I'm, I'm I bet it's the same back. chick that even went to see Tammy. Yeah, well, no, I wish. Uh, even, if, even if that was like what you feel like, would you ever have the balls to go up to somebody and say that? I mean, it's... it's it's so ridiculous how people are nowadays. And what more topics do you need to talk about? I know. They, that was five different ones you just said. That's a lot in right. an hour. Right. Oh, keep in mind, this, cu- this couple was in the front row texting the entire show. A guy had the arm crossed. It was just people are, we got to weed out the stupid people. But let's, so what a- a- happened, Tammy? You were at the club and somebody. Well, that's it. That's it. That's the negative attention. You know how, see, she walked up to you because you remember her now. And now we have this generation that any attention is still attention, mm-hmm. good or bad, mm-hmm. okay? And that's kind of what was going on my show. Like, literally, I'm 40 minutes in. It's a really, really good show. I seem to have a decent fan base there. Um, and there were, two, like, about 200 people. So whether they were comps or paid, I, I don't know. But, you know, I was happy. And they were following me. Mm-hmm. And this whole time, this woman up front, this chick, and it's always a woman, and I'm sorry, I don't care what feminist groups want to get at me, it's always a woman that wrecks comedy. Yeah, we said and that earlier. talked about that a little bit. It, it, it's the truth. And she's drunk in the front row, but meanwhile, she has been on her phone the entire show. The MC said something to her. The feature said something to her. She should have been I, booted. 
She yeah, should have been booted by she that really, point. A long time ago. Been, she could have been booted, but I tell you the truth, it would have probably been more to boot her than because she's texting. She's not really taking yeah. phone calls. She's mm-hmm. just texting. And and for those, like, for people who don't understand, when you're not, when you're a comedian, you can choose to overlook something, but there's always that one moment, every once in a while, it, when everybody somehow seems to focus on this person. Like, no one really noticed it. Well, until, I don't know if I must have looked at her, but it just stopped, kind of time stopped. Mm-hmm. And then it makes you look like you're not important enough to listen to. If the woman in the front row has other stuff to yes. do. Well, what happens, you know? uh, Teddy, exactly. and, and I will say this because I'm so smart, in, in every group, there's they're called uh, subconscious leaders. They don't know that they're actually leading mathematically the, the 30 to 40 people mm-hmm. within and in and an audience is sectioned off so that that this douchebag low watt human being mm-hmm. she really works on a very very low watt because that's uh, and probably her life reflects that mm-hmm. is now the subconscious leader of a big group of people mm-hmm. that now starts to wreck your show and when you find those people you have to cut them out like cancer right or they'll it's take down it's distracting for one leader yes. exactly a comic on stage and that's the person who took the time to write the act who left their family yeah. who, who's a professional that's it it's just me right at, on my show agreed and right. uh, and and i said to her and you guys know by what i originally said to her you'll be able to tell by what i say that i wasn't pissed because i was really getting ready for the dismount i wasn't looking to get in any kind of fight right oh, there's nothing uh, worse she's than, 40 minutes in she oh, just wants to wrap nothing, it up nothing worse than when you're about to end all she had to do was five yeah. more minutes yeah exactly Ugh. yeah i'm really getting ready to get out of there right mm-hmm. and i say to her i say uh i go you've been on your phone all show what are you doing reading a book on your nook Right. So and she, which is not even that funny, but whatever, it's cute. It's but not you're not attacking her. You're just saying, asking a question. Yeah, no, no big deal. Right. She she goes, I'm reading porn. So okay. Okay, I now need the I attention, girl. Thing. Yeah, she is. She really is. She's like, I thought she was older than me. It turns out she's like 15 years younger than me, but she certainly looks older <laughs> than me. Right. Slam. Right. The appropriate response should have been like, Oh, I'm sorry. Let me get off my phone. Yeah. But instead, she tried to be funny and said, no, I'm looking at porn. Now it's on, bitch. Right? Right. She goes, I'm like, right. And I said, I go, have you not paid attention to anything I said? I'm like, like, I'm certain that you can't handle Fifty Shades. Whatever, whatever I say. Right. She says to me, um, she said, you have on cheap jeans and you make fun of your husband. So, in my head, I'm like, wait a second, I have on true religion jeans. <laughs> right. Number one. And number two, I love him and I mock him. Wait to see what I do to you. Right. And I said to her, now, I, I explained this to the audience after I left, after she left and was kicked out. I said, I had to, for non-comics, I had to take that control back. But she had just taken 40 minutes of my work. If I was an artist, and had done a painting, she just whitewashed my canvas. Mm-hmm. Right. She just whitewashed it right out with that stupid idiot, mm-hmm. if I don't take it back right then. So I say to her, honey, you're blonde, and I was giving you credit for reading a book. Right. So the audience <laughs> is happy. When I, now, when I wrote this statement and laughed at it, and I kept saying that people were cheering and applauding, you guys know this is comics. Real comics know why I was saying that. I'm saying it because... I'm letting people know that the audience was behind me. Right. We were a team. She was the enemy. We were the ones. We were the group. We were, you know. Mm-hmm. She said, then instead of just being quiet, 
again, it's not so evil. Right. She says, lot you know, I'm not really blonde. And I go, honey, did you think you were fooling anybody? <laughs> did you think you were pulling that off? What? And I kind of stood up to say to the audience, because I was kind of in front of her. I took two steps away into to the outer audience using a callback. Don't you think what the hell is wrong with you will be the number one show on television? It's a bit that I do for right. people who do stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what happened. Donnie, you know this is to be true. I have superhuman hearing. I have like crazy hearing. Okay, I yell at my husband for blinking too loud sometimes while we're <laughs> sleeping. You know, um, I just heard some kind of commotion. And I turned around, and she whipped a wine glass at my head. Uh, the whole, all, it was white wine, thank God, but got all over my face, all over my mm. shirt. The glass uh, crashed behind me on the wall, shattered. The stem spun around. The round part hit me on the head. Now, physically, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Turns out later, I had a little bit of alcohol in my eye, which burned because of the contact, whatever. Mm-hmm. A little scratch on the cornea. I'm pissed, though. Now you've humiliated, you've slushied me in front of my audience. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, you kind of got slimed so I, a little there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I said, look, I want her out. I want you to call the police. I want her arrested. If you don't call the police and have her arrested, I mean, I dictate right from the stage, I won't finish the week. Well, good for you. Really <laughs> good for you, Tammy. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was the last right show Saturday. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? All, if I was starting, all I would be thinking is, can you imagine if you're the MC hosting? That poor kid, just all he's thinking is, I have to go up after this. <laughs> right, right. Well, I, so, but I did. Here's the weird thing. At that moment, the club was amazing. They really were. You can't anticipate that someone's going to jump off like that. Even I didn't know. Yeah. There's a million times I deserved punched in the face and expected to be punched in the face. Right. And it didn't happen. <laughs> this was a total, you know, total uh, shock. Right. So anyway, they take her out and I now have to protect her and the, and the club people because now the audience, there's a group of black women that want to knock her out. There's the military guys that we've been talking about, Iraq. They want to go after her. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to defend my honor because I'm everybody's sister and right. girlfriend and, you know, at this point. So I end up doing another 10, 15 minutes just to, A, wait for police and B, to calm everybody down. Right. When I go to get off stage, I, everybody stands up and I don't have an encore. I don't have one more single second left in me. Mm-hmm. So I said, look, uh, just leave. If you, if you enjoyed the show, would you please just stay and give your statement to the police? Nobody left. Right. Wow. But the cops come, and here's where the problem is. Drunk women I don't expect better behavior from. The police in Jacksonville came in. They acted like they were going to arrest her because they even told me, listen, you got wine on you, the glass hit you in the head, it's battery. I'm like, I don't, I said at that point, I don't want her arrested for battery. It's not that serious. What I want is some kind of ramifications for her actions, whether it's vandalism, public intoxication, mm-hmm. uh, wh- whatever. Right. They said, okay, we're going to take statements. Well, somewhere in the, between the sergeant comes, and then they come back to me with, well, have you been drinking? No, I haven't. But what does that have to do with anything? Yeah. How work? <laughs> How's, how, well, uh, they said, um, well, what did you say to her? Um, again, I don't know how that pertains, because what I said were words. And what she did is turn a glass into a weapon. Right. Yeah. Well, I didn't so, say throw glass at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's what I didn't say. Right. Try to hit me with your glass bottle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right. Right. It was, I didn't stand as like it's a carnival, right? right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Jesus. So, she, so then all of a sudden it becomes very clear. They said, well, 
you know, you should really kind of expect this at work, right? I mean, it's comedy. I'm sure this happens all the time, these barroom brawls. I go, well, no, no, no. This isn't a barroom brawl. This wasn't a back and forth I had with someone over a man. This was me at work. She didn't like what I was saying, and she went crazy. How mm-hmm. is that? I, I don't see how this. Well, we can't arrest her because we didn't see it. I go, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. There are 200 people here. What, what are you doing? Well, we, we couldn't see it. So right. they said, if you want to further push it further, tomorrow go see the state's attorney. Now, I'm going to tell you, I wanted to leave it there. Right. I didn't have the... my but. The more I talk to my friends, you know, I talk to Madigan, the more I talk to my agent uh, mm-hmm. over at Gersh, the more I talk to people, everybody's like, you have to make a stand. And then I'm like, because people, Daniel has having to apologize for his words. And not that I, uh, listen, whatever, whatever the joke is, the joke is. Right. But comics are having to apologize left and no. right for stuff they say. Yeah, but and and it's a happen. social it's a social thing. You uh, people who who yell shit or uh, oh, damn every time we swear we give a dollar to the Wounded, Wounded Warriors, Warriors our swear jar fund. That's why I had to click. Oh, that. that's wonderful. Um, it, it, your parents let you down as human beings. If you're ever at, at a comedy club and you decide I want to I want to really be disruptive or or throw something, I want the next thought. I want you to think of your mom. I want you to think of your dad and think of what a bad job they did raising you as a human being. <laughs> Tammy, That's what I want well, you to walk around <laughs> yeah. around it. Uh, Tammy, it's the truth. yeah, it's it, the truth. But it, you know, and I, I got to tell you, ten years ago I was an animal. I probably would have jumped down and been right. in a fight with her. I'm just a, a better human being now. I don't mean better than her, but better for me. Well, I'm happy I mean? that uh, I'm hope. Uh, I'm happy you haven't apologized. I don't want you to apologize. And I and oh, I'm not apologizing okay, good. for nothing. And, and I hope that you will apologize to me. Good. Because the state's attorney's office didn't even want to take my my um, my. They didn't want to take my statement. Um, I said, "Listen, I'm leaving a statement." So they sent me to some clerk, who then told me that they wouldn't arrest her because the cops didn't arrest her, and they had a choice. That the club called the non-emergency line, so they didn't think that there was a problem with it. And the club was told not to call 911. And they said, you know, it's really, it should be, um, um, this is par for the course for your line of work. Is there any way you can take this further? your experts are. Well, we're going to try because it turns out she's a convicted prostitute. Well, hey, (laughs) what about this, Tammy? What? A prostitute? That's not like a prostitute to throw things. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm going to text you. Hold on one second. I'm going to text you, John, her her name, and you look up her mugshot. Okay, perfect. And uh, why why you're doing that? I, uh, you know how like Tosh got in trouble for saying I th- you should be raped by five, you know, guys. five guys. What if you phrase right. it as a question where you look at somebody and go, "Have you been raped by five guys?" Because you're acting like it. Now I didn't first say you should be raped. Yeah. yeah. Now well, I'm just saying you're, you're showing behaviors as somebody. Who is last? Hey Tim, we have to go. But before you leave, uh, John wants to play one game because we'll he play never a quick gets to play in the game. We like to mix so it just up. listen to these answers uh, real quick. All right, here we go. go. Okay. Is this a real person, or is this a marketing invention? And I'm gonna give you three choices. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Oh no, no, it's just no, two choices. Three, two choices. Yeah. What? You okay, okay. This is all day Detroit radio. All right, is this a real person or is this a marketing invention? A or B? Um. Betty Crocker. Ah, uh, that's a marketing invention. Correct. Nice. All right, same same thing. Number two, Chef Boyardee. Real person. Boom. Last one, Duncan Hines. 
Duncan Crossell. I know him. He's a Heinz uh, Ward. I, Duncan Heinz got to be a real person. Tammy's batting a thousand. Wow, nice job, Woo! Tammy. Hey, Tammy, get back to your family. Uh, make sure nobody throws anything at you, would you? And we'll talk soon. <laughs> okay, bye. Thanks guys. for calling in, Tammy. We love you. Bye. All right. Such a uh, sweet girl. That is such a, a, a sweet girl. And are we, uh, we heading towards the, uh, the end? How much time we got left? Here's About the deal. Uh, next week, uh, we're both gone. Yes. John Reap is going off to be a, a super famous movie actor. Movie star. Yeah, no, so no, no, we no. will definitely figure out... Uh, I'll be in Detroit for like six weeks, and uh, I'm hoping that there'll be times I can call in when you're here, because uh, I'm just going to be gone. And up next is uh, Punch Drunk with uh, Heeb, Ari, and Sam, and their, uh, their Dodger Day, and it's almost NFL time. I'm the worst. Maybe you should read those. Let me try that one. Because we want to pu- push those guys. I'm just bad. Coming up next on the Toad Hop Network, it's Punch Drunk from 4 to 6. Teeb, Ari, and Sam are ready for the Punch Drunk Dodger Day, and it's almost time for the NFL. That's pretty good. <laughs> Rip the knob off. Are we stopped? Are we done? Oh. Oh, yeah, you turned it down. The Heffron and Reap Show. All right, well, this is where we say our final goodbyes. This sweet, sweet love music that you have on your iPad. You talked all over it. See? We wrecked it. Oh, no, I think I helped it. I hate that song. <laughs> Any kind of talking over that would be helpful, I think. This is just my opinion. Okay. How about we end this thing? All right. Heffron and Reap. Follow them on Twitter. Totally for sure. At Heffron and Reap. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching.